0: kamu
1: no i see it
2: yeah see it's the it's super the adjustable. on-ear
1: headphones that i've seen uh, that i've actually put on him and been like holy fuck this is comfortable right we're, i have we're, had a they few were, pairs wait, of those they were bowers and wilkins and i was like oh man these are really nice like how much are these and the guy was like are you ready for this and i was right. like yeah and he goes they're only four hundred and yep. ninety yep. nine dollars and i was like I would kill every single thing in front of me <laughs> before I paid that amount of money for these headphones and he was just well, like Well the last pair I had before this in, was um, They're made in England
2: managed by a China... Or well, managed I, or no they're made in China managed by an Englishman The last pair I had before this was a um uh what's the fucking company called Beanie Coxton No it's Klipsch uh, no. Is it a main brand? Yeah it's uh what's Dorpsch. the Polk. the skull Skull candy, yeah, Skull candy. Yes, that's it.
0: I almost said that like five minutes ago, but now I was like, "He's not talking Beanie, about those." Pe- Beanie, well, that's I what swear was.
1: to fucking God, if you don't come here and let me pet you, silent, I will just, I will eat your.
0: Let fears. me touch you. Make a make a map in your lap. Okay.
1: Hey, can we can this whole podcast be about how the movie Evolution <laughs> is way underrated?
0: Wait, was Sean Williams Scott? Absolutely. Uh, I don't bit of think
2: fucking, that's uh, true. The Seven Up guy, uh, Orlando, Orlando Jones. Jones. And you've also
1: got. Uh, I remember Orlando Jones made a movie with Eddie Griffin that I watched legitimately like thirty times.
0: Yeah, well, you also vouched for Norbit, so I can't take uh, this seriously. right
1: Norbit, now. great movie can't see you just you just voided your word right, All right there let's start this off i got i got to be places i don't you don't
2: okay
0: uh we apologize dear citizens for the graphic nature of the content which you are about to receive
1: oh fuck this nasty uh there's
0: a man here who fully endorses the move movie norbit it's a good movie and uh for that society cannot apologize eddie enough.
1: murphy all right so eddie murphy plays not only himself but he plays an old asian man that's always wanted to be a whaler go on
0: that speaks volumes uh of what is wrong with today's society as well as the sociological norms in which uh terry we cruz must, is
1: also in that movie it's a great movie and unfortunately,
0: Mr. Cruz is not available for comment. At I this would put time.
1: it above Meet Dave, and I would put M- Meet Dave above uh, above Pluto Nash. Certain
0: levels of feces have been graded uh, above other levels of feces in the past. Uh, I, I don't believe the value in currency has uh, increased for any of the feces. Uh, Regardless of where it falls in the fecal
1: grade I never saw 1,000 words. I'm not going to lie. I was like, nope. I need him to talk more than that. Uh,
0: Not even sure what you're
1: talking about anymore. It's another Eddie Murphy movie. (laughs) Figured.
0: Uh, Okay. Habitat for Humanity presents this week's Shotgun to the Seal's Face Games Gonna Rye podcast. Don't try
1: to clean it up. Boom. Kiss from a rose. On your grave,
2: oh. motherfucker.
1: Yeah. Bork, 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 bork. Bork shot in
0: your butt. I mean, it's yeah.
2: technically on the grave, not the grave. Uh, uh, hey, Mike, if don't I Don't ruin a, that song Yeah, for me. fuck you.
0: I always said grave, and I associated with Batman dying. Uh, even though
1: he didn't. Uh, he didn't ever And I always any associated thing. it with Seal's failed relationship with Heidi Klum.
0: I always associated it with his- uh, Oh face. Wait, 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 wait. I just lost my.
1: Hold up, turn my headphones up.
0: Yeah, his pork crackling like face uh, was what I was going for. Uh, Either I way,
2: yeah. Da da, da da da. Da da
0: Okay, we lost Mike. Da, da, da. He's already just drifting in the wind. Yep. Picassets and such. Yes. Is the name of the podcast. What? Of course, this is
1: what we do. Um. You know, the, People, in, instead of saying bang, bang real quick, the French say pan, pan, and I just giggle every time I read it.
2: They're pieces of shit. They
1: like snails. Yep. Anyway. Just because a, cause I was going to go blop, blop, and I was like, <laughs> the French say pan, pan. And then I was like, Jamaicans
2: are so right, right? No, they're not. Can't say. Can't, Racism. Can
0: I confirm or Can Can you? uh and such welcome to Picassets and such it is the only podcast named Picassets and such let me get formerly it formerly known as games gonna write podcast uh we talk about video games those are now boom as boom Picasso boom sets. uh i'm here with mike Rudette. What's up, doe? I'm here with Matt Farkas. Hello, everybody. I'm here with myself. I'm Brian Garthoff. It's
1: Brian Garthoff, everyone.
0: Uh, I'm also here with a couple of noisy dogs. There's some noisy puppies. They're going to be here. Just deal (laughs) with it. (laughs) A girlfriend (laughs) who's asleep (laughs) on the couch.
1: She's out. Passed out. We put drugs in her beer.
0: And we're going to talk about... (laughs) Cassettes. She
1: Down um, that shit instantly, and we were like, too uh, she much. She drugged. We put too much in there, and Brian <laughs> was like, no, that's enough. And she was like, I you know, I have opinions, and we were like, I believe. Right. We like, Shh, just throw it's a blanket over. on that. You know, maybe fully
0: incriminating uh, ourselves is not the best way to open the podcast. I'll take
2: full responsibility for it. I did it. Welcome anyway, moving on. on podcast. We'll all be in federal penitentiary by Thank uh, you. I, I did it. Well, b- welcome to Wabash County Podcast. Yeah, the Wabash County Podcast. Do you yeah. see that deal Holy on Uncle Jack's slanks?
0: Can't oh, yeah. beat that <laughs> into the <laughs> ground <laughs> enough, huh, I guess. Hey-oh. Uh Who's going first? All right. We're gonna talk about the games we've been playing. Picassets, if you will. And uh it's been a while actually since we recorded because it's been a minute
2: uh life it's happened and uh it got in the way happens yeah let's we're just say that dudes and fucking life sucks sometimes hang on my dog is destroying this with brian garthoff i'm the narrator
1: jeb Jensenson, and and today we're gonna be talking about oh quick boy. to make treats in the microwave your favorite three uncles and guess what VHS's that you thought you lost but found and missed the opening previews of. Blank check. Haley Joel oh, Osment's
0: classic artificial intelligence.
1: I watched blank check once at my cousin's house and was like, is this real? And they I was were
2: holding like, a this DVD this of blank check no more than 24 hours ago. You're the so. greatest man I've ever known. Didn't Welcome to
0: Peacock Sets and Such. Today's episode sponsored by the brighter side of spousal abuse we will get back to our sponsor in a minute uh first let us introduce matt farkas my god i've lost the fucking audio
1: hi everybody i'm matt farkas and brian lost his fucking audio again (laughs) i'm gonna bring up our next ringer uh in this in this corner comes a screaming baboon but in the other corner comes the chairman of the internet michael Burdett.
0: oh yes a chum Oh, yes, a chairman. Wow,
2: Mike he, uh, very excited Mike's, today. Yeah, I Mike's see what you, texting you are, and He's like, "Oh, does it matter oh, that you're coming oh, like, in like sounding like in either ear?" Me? Is that a problem? Me? You were, now it's fine.
0: No, I think you're just fucking drunk.
2: You're well, drunk. That's fuck. You're drunk, drunk, Mike.
0: All right, so I'm Brian Garthoff, and we're going to talk about video games. Plenty that of that we've
2: done, maybe. Yes. Oh Lord
0: okay, um now it's been a okay. couple weeks, boys it since has. since these boys were in the building, yeah, um, so what I'd like to do is talk about the games we've been playing, but you know, similar to the past, you can't can't make this our life story folks we can't we just can't do that we can't date back so far, all right that we lose the the interest and respect for our peers, uh, if we ever had it. So, give me the, give me the highlight reel. Give me the, the good shit. All right. I didn't
2: understand any of that. Hey, all... Mike, why don't you really take a look at me? Mike, great. Got it. <gasps> uh, hey, Mike, why
0: don't you do this? what I'm
2: going to fucking Okay, here's what I've done. First off, I played about a half hour of Hohokum. On the Vita, yes. Well done. Oh, okay. Uh, I played about a half hour. That I bought it during the last um, flash sale. It was like three dollars or something. I tried it out. I played it for about a half hour today. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I have no idea what this game's about. I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. But I played it, and it was fine. Did you have a good time? Yeah, it w- at the beginning of the game, it was one of those games Is like, you should play this with headphones, so guess what I did? I put on headphones, and I played it, and mm, yeah, okay. You, you obeyed the man. I obeyed the man, and the man obeyed me later when I was playing it, and I had no fucking idea what was going on, but it was pretty interesting. The sounds and music were good, and the visuals were entertaining. That's all I can say about what kind that. Of game the, the, is
0: color, the colors and flashing lights made you yeah. drool in the dark.
2: I didn't drill in the dark, necessarily. I was playing at 10.30 in the morning, but I did enjoy the business that I was doing. To feel like you were on a lot of pills? Yes, kind of, on, actually, yeah. Were you on actually, a lot of pills? I wasn't personally oh, okay. actually on pills, but it kind of felt like I maybe should have been taking pills.
0: Okay, so I haven't played ho but I've seen it. And uh, to answer your question, Farkas, I would say it is sort of in the vein of... Um, I wouldn't say Katamari Damacy, but similarly Japanese in art design and direction. And um, almost like it is 2D. It's very colorful. And it seems like sort of like a plane where you can like navigate and sort of
2: choose. There's a lot of worlds to go between that I can go and check and maybe try to find the objective of. But But I don't actually know what the objective is.
0: They don't give you any information on it. None. And you kind of just zero And you're just
2: really like going through it and fucking hitting borders. And they're giving you different kind of input in terms of visualization and sound. And then sometimes uh, what you're hitting is making sense. And it's... Leading you to portals to different worlds. Sometimes it's an entire production that you don't really know you're a part of until you realize the end goal. Um, it's oh, I'm looking at it now. Pretty crazy. Here we're bringing up a video while I'm speaking of we're it. We're gonna watch the trailer while Mike talks um, more. I it is a game that is cross by, so I could have played it on PS4, but I played it on Vita personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I brought it up, and here you play as the I. Serpent. <laughs> Serpent. That goes forward. So, and as you go forward, the, one of the first levels is you're collecting more serpents that give you different colors that go toward the collection of. Um, so, this is like an acid, acid trip through. with an airbrush.
1: It, yeah it's hard to describe it
0: is a, it is a very artistic it's stylized super artistic
1: game. and it's visually are, amazing it, in my opinion for the aesthetic it reminds it's me very of, uh, and, and when you do underst- material design
2: when you do understand what they're asking you for it is pretty rewarding like when you go out to the main menu to quit out it's asking you how many like i tokens of the total have you discovered and so it seems like a game that like when I liked
0: drugs I would have thought like oh my god we're going to get And quite it. honestly okay.
2: that seems to be the thing a lot of people have said and I would love to drop something and do it but even in the small portion of time I've done it sober it's pretty interesting Okay. It, because the, of how you
1: phrase that, I imagine you dropping like a very ornate right. silver tray. Yeah, I, I dropped in Thanksgiving a really dinner with valu- turkey and yeah, valuable and like, vase destroyed.
2: Let's play this. I game. went home for Christmas and the vase is gone. I dropped it, um, but it's it was pretty interesting. It cool. kept me occupied for about a half hour or so, and the only reason I really turned it off is because I had other shit to do. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting in that respect. So I did play that. Um, also on my Vita, I got way into, um, Darkest Dungeon again.
0: Okay. Awesome. I
2: actually started over from the beginning cause I was like, ah, it's been so long and I really was kind of in a tough spot. My last save spot. Mm-hmm. So I've started over from there and I'm doing seemingly way better from there. And now that I have a little better understanding of how the game works, how the dungeons work, how the money works. Because I was working on a point in my last game where I was like pretty much relying on beating dungeons to have enough money to do anything. Yeah. Whereas now I'm at the point where like, well, if I get into this area and it's fucked up, I can retreat and still have enough money to go forward and not completely cripple myself you can still supply yourself for the follow-up you can buffer your losses exactly exactly so that's where i'm at so i've already beat two or three bosses um i've gone forward i know where my um certain um players are at where they're at the point where they're either at medium or like first step battles and moving them to where i want them to be so um, you're talking I about just like that. leveling wise, yeah. Because once you get to level three, they move into the medium difficulty yeah, category, that's where like all of my guys are right now, right? And so once you get them to that, they literally will not go back see what oh, you're doing. It's I Nor can recently you had an issue with that. Okay,
1: yeah. I'll bring, I'll bring that up, and should I just bring up? I Yeah, I mean,
0: w- the way I think it works best is if once we're on a game. It's open discussion. I hopped
1: into Darkest Dungeon after not playing forever, and I have all...
0: Real quick. You should let that rest and not grab it. All right. So uh, I had But if you have to move it, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I had all level threes aside five characters, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to send four of you into the dungeon, and I was doing really good, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I could just go to this boss... Or I could check out this last room. And I walked in, and it was just like, hey, surprise. And I was like, oh, god damn it. And they killed the healer. And it was, I'm trying to think, what's the guy that has the abyssal artillery? Oh, that's the, um
0: there's a lot of classes in that game.
1: It's the uh, uh, occultist. It is the occultist. Yeah. Uh, they just murdered the, someone marked him and I was like, oh, that's nifty. Cause he usually doesn't really do, he hasn't really done anything yet. This man. And sure. then it was like, hit. And I was like, okay. And they're like hit. And I was like, oh, okay. That's illogical. And I was like just beating the shit out of them with the, uh, the woman that has the pike. And, uh, then it was like, and here's an AOE, AOE, AOE direct attack. And I was like, all right, well he's dead. Somebody else is dead. We're down to two. And then I was like, well, I'm going to just take a run at this boss. And uh, I wiped.
2: Yeah. So um, I just was
1: like, well, you know what? I'm going to jerk off, go to sleep. Like (laughs) This feels appropriate. It
2: is a game that is extremely unforgiving on every front. So I have now come to the point, the second playthrough... I have come to the point where, like, when people die, if I f- still feel like I can accomplish the task, I'll go forward, let them die, and then move forward, and then just replace them later.
0: That's eventually how it gets with uh, XCOM, and I think similarly, right. like, games like this, it's just, like, you kind of have to suffer your losses at
2: some point. And yeah. it kind of gives you the warning at the beginning of the game, like, oh, hey, it you're definitely gonna does. Fucking, These guys are going to die.
1: Well, and sometimes
2: it's just... It- unavoidable circumstance
1: where it's just shitty luck.
0: Well, the game like, the game's odds are like stacked against you
1: to to an extent. I mean, like They they are, but you can predict to what extent they're stacked against you where you're like this is an uphill fight. But I can but sometimes it's just like yeah everyone here is going to die yeah
0: i mean there there are certain That's situations that are designed to sort kind of be the fuck. point right
2: um, if you come ac- if you come across a high, a slightly higher difficulty enemy, they will play like you play, which means that if they mark one of your one of your party members, they will continuously attack them until they 're dead, yeah. which when you 're playing is super disadvantageous but also makes sense because you do the same thing to them.
1: Well, and it's, it is it is kind of one of those bad karate movies of like, here's 30 people attacking this dude one at a time. And then it's like, you know what? Three people are going to attack this dude at once and fucking murder him. And you're like, oh, no, uh, I just got hosed.
2: And it can result in that way, but that also yields you to try to bring party members in a different way that sets your party up that doesn't get hit that way. In
0: in in a way in that game especially, I feel like uh despite your party members, like the your, your main focus is your caravan. And so like your party members get ailments, they die, they're weak, but your caravan's always able to bring in new guys for zero cost and you can train them up on the lower level missions. It doesn't take that long to get them from the baseline to that mid-level. might take them longer to get to that higher level.
1: I'll I'll say this. Darkest Dungeons Construction as a game, the operation and the layout is fantastic. That is an amazing game for anyone to check out.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's very high up there for me, but I... I need to and give I, it some more time.
2: And I do feel like I'm enjoying it with the second playthrough, knowing how things work.
0: Well, and also your newly found love for, like, roguelikes uh, sure. only adds to the fact that, like, this game is equal parts turn-based strategy, roguelike. Right. That, like...
2: Yeah. So, um, once I've been playing it, I have had better success and a lot less deaths, but I've also been more um, accepting of the deaths I do have. So, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Um, what else have you been playing, Michael? Let's see what else I've been playing? I finished and played today, this morning, actually, Gone Home. Oh, okay. Uh, I played that on my PC, which I finally figured out how to use my um, DS4 on my uh, DualShock PlayStation controller. Played through that all in one swoop, um, and I'm going to be honest with you, super impressed. I was okay. one of those people that was very, very, like, kind of... Not choked up per se, but very taken aback by the emotional did you power me? of it. I didn't, but I did feel a little bit like oh Were that's, you close? That's Yes, I would say I was close. It was very like oh that's rough. Mm-hmm. Like and that's hits me in a way. And so I, I've come to the conclusion that these kind of games the walking simulators slash the kind of I would call them emotional experiences, quote-unquote. Yeah. It, it um, the games the that feels. kind of feel fit in that are, are something that I really like. So I played through that, and I had a real, real uh, connection to how the game went and how it was um, exposed to me and how it was presented. Yeah. Um, so like, the, I know that there are a lot of people that really liked it or that went through and like, oh, yeah, I guess it was okay. Well, that game, that game kind of became the uh <clears throat> the darling for that sort of genre. Sure. Of game.
0: Um and <sighs> I played it last year and uh I thought it was really good, you know, and I, you know, totally bounced off uh Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I played Firewatch and I like that. Um I think uh, I guess it's weird to compare the two, but um no, I don't think no, it's that I, weird. I think I like both of those, and whereas I like games that like uh, everybody's gone to the rapture, I'm just not interested in playing. Sure. So uh, I'm, I've talked about this a million times, but I'm a little iffy on the, uh, that genre of game itself, um, and it didn't hit me that deeply. But I I I see the game for what it is, and like I yeah. I get it. I wish I kind of wish that there would be a game. Along those lines, that that was made like that, that did sort of hit home
2: for me. Well, and that's the thing. Like, it was interesting because I was, I, I came out of it and walked over to my room because I played it on my PC, which I have, I have a, um, a gaming laptop, and so I played it on that on my, um, DS four. I, I, I attached my fucking uh, my PlayStation controller to it and find, kind of wanted to try it out and I figured that was a good game to do it because there's not a lot of action to it
0: yeah it's like an hour and a half long it too. is
2: and that's yeah. exactly what I did I went through it an hour and did probably the longest possible way and finding all the puzzles I didn't look anything up did it all intuitively but sometimes I got a little stuck and it took me a second to oh, okay figure out what this was kind of the way you're supposed to play the game mm-hmm. I would imagine how they presented it so I played it and it really resonated with me a lot um, and then I I finished it, and so it kind of filled that void. But I also understand the people that play it. It's like, there's not a whole lot there, honestly. In terms of interaction and what you're doing, there's not a whole lot. But I also very much loved what i did interact with and what they told me and what i discovered as i went along with it so it's one of those games that i understand the people that really didn't resonate with it but i also totally 100 understand the people that got a lot out of it yeah because i was kind of on that on that end of it well
0: and one of the reasons that i didn't even play it till last year because it's a game that came out in 2012 i want to say um yeah uh Is it's twenty bucks for like an hour and a half? So like in to me, that's just that. that Regardless of whatever game I end up playing, it boils down to the comparative value versus whatever other games I'm looking at buying. So for me, I got it on PlayStation Plus last year. That was the only way I could play it, and I find myself in a similar position with uh, Matt Hazlett last episode saying that. He loved What Remains of Edith Finch and it's a great game and it's like two hours long and it's like 30 bucks. Right. And so like I'm sure I'd like it you know based on his recommendation uh-huh. and you know I'm guessing like the way Arte's jive and everything it, it looks like a cool game so I want to check it out but at the same time I have a hard time bringing myself to pay the price. Right. And, and
2: I had had it actually for free from PS Plus but I had also already bought it the year before like probably a couple months after it came out for PC and I paid like 50% it was on sale so I paid 50% I think I paid like $10 for it and it was at the same time I had bought Stanley Parable which I played way 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 before Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was like "Eh, I just haven't played got around to it got around to it and I finally got this PC that was you know strictly built for gaming and then I got a when I bought my new PS4 I had this controller I didn't really need because I already had three of them. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll kind of designate that to the the PS, uh, to the, the computer. And so once I finally figured out how to configure it, I, I put it towards it and I played it on that and it was awesome. So, um, Also, I'm still playing Persona 5. Obviously, I'm about 38 hours into that. I'm okay. like three bosses into Ooh. it. It... Uh, It is very swiftly becoming a competitor for my favorite Persona slash game. Oh, Because I know that Persona 4 is in my top five favorite games of all time. And as I've played this, I'm like, yeah, it's good. It's good. And then after the last couple dungeons I've got into, it's really made a lot of progress in terms of like, this is exactly what you want from a sequel. It's different enough and presents different ideas mm. that you're like, oh, that's cool. I didn't expect that. But also brings enough elements from the persona genre that you're like, okay, I recognize that. And it's perfect in that kind of amalgamation of, of bringing them together. So I have a huge respect for that. I've, Like I said, I'm almost 40 hours in, and I am you know proceeding to play more with that so i played that as well um that's good i mean i know not only uh are you a fan of the original persona or
0: persona Four golden i should say not the original persona because i don't think any of us played that um but you're a fan of jrpgs and yeah. so that's up there for in terms of like jrpgs you play it
2: is i made a a, a very silly but very relative um and kind of potent Facebook post where it's like oh you play an RPG on PS4 well this pivotal battle will decide the fate of mankind whereas when I'm playing Persona it's like oh well my fucking DVDs are late and now I have fines and that's kind of the thing like it is the game where you're like oh who do you want to talk to today do you want to go have a picnic with your friend and it's just that thing and I think it's kind of freeing in a way like he, it, everything isn't this f- completely a hundred percent, you know, a, a blood to the blade battle. Yeah. You know, like you no, do have your days. Are, where you you're like, are you going to
1: save the universe? Are you going to damn mankind? Right, you have Actually, your days. I think I'm gonna get chicken instead of tofu. It's
2: literally exactly like I'll go. And, like I'm gonna go to the batting cages, and then like when my day rolls up with thing well, I think I'm going to work at the at the Brahmin shop for the night and get some extra money if I need it. And that's what you do. And so it, it, it's a really, really well done game in every aspect. The characterization is great. The battles are great. The combat's unique. And it makes you feel like what you're doing is important. And so I've done that. And then the last thing before I move forward, the other thing I've done is... I don't know why I, I did this, but like I've had this hankering to play fighting games lately. So since I don't have an Xbox One, I hooked up my Xbox 360 again, and I bought like f- four fighting games for my Xbox 360. <sighs> What'd you get? <laughs> uh, so I have now Soul Calibur 4. Boom. I Played have, it. I um, Street Fighter 4 Ultimate. Nope. I have Injustice, the original. boom those are the three games. Aquaman and is a goddamn machine. The fourth game I have is Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which I have on my PS4. Amazing. But the other games I play on my PS3. So my roommate Brian... You who mean I live with. Yes. Um, so the, my roommate Brian, we switched games out. I haven't played a Street Fighter game since 2, probably. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to have this game that I went and bought at the exchange for like $10. And so I don't have to pay the full price for new games to get into the fighting genre. Because I actually realize I have a huge amount of fun playing these games. Mm-hmm. Soul Calibur especially, but I play a lot of Street who's, Fighter as well. Who's your guy on Soul Calibur? Give in it up. Soul Calibur, my, the guy... Give me, your, a, give me your three. Okay. In Soul Calibur, I'm using Maxi. Bitch. Yes, I am a bitch. In Street Fighter, I'm using Ken, which is Ryu Minus. It's a white version of Ryu, basically. He does the same things, but I like mm-hmm. a blonde guy doing them. And then when I'm playing Injustice, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm playing Injustice, actually uh, Aquaman is the guy that I find Aquaman most dangerous. Aquaman
1: is fucking
2: amazing in Injustice. Very, very dangerous. I actually so been,
1: almost went to a co-worker's house tonight to play Injustice 2. So
2: I've been playing a lot of uh, Xbox 360 fighting games because I have... and with This year coming out, we have... Injustice two, Injustice two, it Marvel vs. Capcom three, Marvel vs. Capcom three, slight Ultimate or Infinite, whatever, I think it was, and then Tekken seven is also coming out. Yeah, I so I have very, I'm using these games to kind of quell my thirst for these games. Although I'm probably eventually going to buy one of them as well. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, I dust off the old 360 and we play those, and it's been a fun time i realize i really like fighting games a lot i just know that it's so tough to get into them like online or in a competitive manner
0: all you have to do is really want to though i mean like right similarly like i didn't play racing games for fucking like six years and then i just got forza horizon 3 and like just jumped into it then i bought mario kart and then uh did some more racing games that i'll talk about in a bit here uh Brian, um,
1: who who is your go-to 3 in fighting games?
0: Like my top 3 games. Whatever.
1: Or, or I was going to say Soul Calibur, but I feel like you're not really on the Soul Calibur.
0: Well, you know, I only played Soul Calibur 4. And Who who were your who was the person where I you don't like, even know I if can I can reach sticks. that far back cuz that was like fucking 10 years ago, dude. Uh
1: I Same used Ni- I
0: remember I used Nightmare. Okay. And not bad. um
1: Mike's gonna hate my list in a second. I probably won't.
0: Is there a girl named Ivy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I used Ivy. Eh, I I honestly don't think I can All remember right. past that. So
1: here here's who I beat the Tower of Souls with. Okay. Nightmare. Yeah, that's a good choice. And, the, and this is why the ground grapple.
2: Yeah, it is, uh, it, is yeah.
1: it is the only unblockable move that goes and bypasses armor protection. Sure, okay. Siegfried because of the ground grapple. Which is basically nightmare except a, a different sword hold. Nice nightmare, but the uh, change in grips
2: really variates your ability. No, trust, yeah, and very much so. So many that.
1: times if I step back, and been like, this is a weird stance. That makes it look like I'm kind of right. sitting down
2: in a picnic holding sure, a sword. Sure, sure, sure. And they're like, I'm going to run up on you. I'm like, that was a bad choice. You should, not have, yeah, the, you should not have come that close. The thing I will say is, like, wide. I play against my roommate Brian, not Brian Garthoff, but the Brian that lives with me, and he is very well-versed in Soul Calibur. And so the other games I can actually have a pretty even battle with, like with playing <coughs> Street Fighter and those things. But when I play him in Soul Calibur, he beats my ass a whole, whole hog every time because he's so good at it. So I would be interested to know who your third uh, party is.
1: And here's the thing is the third is a really wide spectrum. Okay. Because it almost exclusively depends on who I'm fighting. Here's who I go with. Mitsurugi. Oh, good boy. And, and this is why. The quick unblockable attacks. Yeah. If timed right, my favorite is he has a Bach where he char- he charges up for it, and then he doesn't do it, and then they go, and then you do the attack that looks the exact same, and it fucking just yeah, decimates it's, him.
2: it's a real he's a real dastardly guy if you know how to use him Yoshimitsu. that's Brian's go to yep. which I have been perfected against playing against him disgusting he has used yoshimitsu in a perfect match so that's two rounds where i have not damaged his ass it is a perfect even it's if, a tough game. if you know how to play that game it is a real fucking bear if yoshimitsu damages
1: himself and but kills you and you haven't damaged him it is still a perfect to my knowledge Technically, yes because and, he does
2: a he does a seppuku attack and through his gut i Spun
1: move someone around a few times, hit, 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 spun move, and uh, seppuku, and just been like, poke, dead. And right. it's like, welcome to my fucking nightmare. Nightmare, right. Ivy. Okay. And then ultimately, it, Cervantes, he can fly. Yeah. He if you can know how to actually use him, fly. it's real dangerous. I've, yeah, so. I have fought the computer master Cervantes and been like, here we go. I got, and then it's just like, oh my god, I'm about to get my fucking (laughs) ass handed to me by the computer.
0: That's cool. Yeah, uh, sometimes, like, I
1: George Foreman. I
0: don't get into fighting games often, and funny enough, George Foreman, the last fighting game I guess, if you counted it as a fighting game, that I really got into is Fight Night Round Three. Yeah, and then before that, probably Virtual Fighter Five. Um, Makes sense. Which I used El Blaze, the luchador man. Boom. I like um, it. Um
1: my luchador name is El Vendador, and I'm making you an offer of pain you can't refuse. Alright. Before we continue, I gotta pee.
0: Well, that is great to hear. I would also like to hear about the video games that you've been playing, Matt Farkas. Pica sets, if you will.
1: Alright, I'm gonna be quick. I got real drunk and was playing Zelda, and this line I'll just toss my salad like he just held me down and force- yeah, they're no joke he forcefully ate my butthole out and i was like oh my god there's so, one time i tried to boss up and like
0: fucking fuck with the lionel and he just kind of fucking ended that shit uh, real real quick
1: i saved right beforehand though and i was like i'm going back for this and i loaded like 19 times and was like i'm gonna fuck so i bossed this lionel and then i was like you know what i'm not done and I hunted out a bunch of Lionel And was like come bring it motherfucker!" And I just I just fucking Went on an anti-Lionel fight Because I would take one's weapons And be like oh these are real nice I'm gonna fucking wait And stalk out this Lionel I'm gonna stasis him I'm gonna run up I'm gonna hit him in the fucking face with an arrow He's gonna be stunned for a split second I'm gonna get on his back I'm gonna beat the shit out of him He's going to toss me off. He's going to run away. He's going to try to do his charge move. I'm going to like half step him a little bit and be like, bah, 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 ah. and then I'm going to beat the shit out of him again. And then I was like, I'm going to use every single weapon I have in the game till it destroys itself to beat the crap out of every lion all I can find. And then finally, one of them just goddamn raped me. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go to bed. And I just shut off my Wii U. I rolled over, fell asleep on the futon. It was great. Um, Smart, great game, Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Eleven out of ten. Eleven out of ten. Yeah, I've um, really
0: liked it. I've kind of taken a, a hiatus on it right now. Me to too. Play uh, some other
1: shit. Mass Effect. Gonna just like very briefly. Got a patch. A little bit cleaner. Uh, graphics don't look like I drew them drunk on a notebook in the middle of a class.
0: Mass Effect Andromeda.
1: Andromeda. Uh, the story arc, the wide the wide broad stroke, really cool concept. The tight little brussels, like the little mm-hmm. the little uh, individual hairs, of the brush that comes off that broad stroke, I just kind of ignore and watch <laughs> porn in the background or news or both at the same time because it's like, that's fascinating what Trump said, but I'm going to jerk off to what this lady's doing right now. Also, these aliens popped out of nowhere. I'm going to have to shoot some stuff. Um, Mass Effect. I give it playable it's a, it's a playable <laughs> game, yeah uh, Battlefield had a had an update he has some DLC uh, more World War one they finally brought the French in because they're like we should probably mention these people these people died in a very large number in France over this, and the French were like, yeah, we'd prefer not to hear about this and it was like here's a trench war and it's it's a lot more trenchy it is just
0: flat. is that part of the DLC or is that a free map like it, it is part of the DLC map.
1: it is because <clears throat> they did both for Battlefront there's there are three maps that de- or four maps that definitively stand out one is a sloping plain that is a wide valley going to a small French villa and it has a just destroyed bombed out church in the middle mm-hmm. a bunker in a little city but it's a lot of... <coughs> That's really gross. I just vomited in my <laughs> mouth a little bit. Um, it has a lot of trenching.
0: <laughs> there has layers to that that were pretty disgusting.
1: That that was multiple <laughs> notes at once. I couldn't sing in that range if I tried. Um, there, there are multiple layers where it's like there are trenches, there's deformity because of explosions. I'm just going on like this didn't happen. Um... Uh, <laughs> But for the most part, it's like it's a more nitty gritty fight. There's an it's either a prison or a military base or a fort. It's a very hallway to hallway shooter mm-hmm. with a lot of corners and bottlenecks. Amazing. There's one that has a bridge where the entire objective is like just goddamn hold the bridge. And then sometimes the bridge goes out and you're like it's just somebody sit in the water. And uh, the other one is just like this is a delightful little French city. A little French town, and it's like, get ready for all these tanks, you goddamn francophonic bastards, and they're like, oh, God, no, and then it's just tanks everywhere. Um, so that's Battlefield's DLC. I've
0: kind, of, uh, I've kind
1: of missed playing Battlefield. The new weapons, the challenges are kind of like, get 300 kills with the level 10 unlock and then do something weird involving that class, and then the other... That's the only way to get to use the new weapons? Uh, that's one way to get the new, and all it is—it's a modified version of the final weapon kit for for the class. for every class. Exactly. So it's like here's a uh, here's a single shot uh, lever action or single shot rifle for the sniper or scout class, but it has a scope, unlike the original iron sights bullshit version that you got at level ten. And you're like, cool, I don't have to run around with an unaimed elephant gun anymore or like here's a here's a nifty machine gun also now here's a red dot sight and you're like well not red dot but you know optical and you're like cool now i'm not blind firing into a crowd anymore but the other ones for the new weapons that came out it's kind of it's like battlefront but some of them are like get get 15 kills with this in a game mm-hmm. and you're like yeah this is not the gun to pick that with I don't know why you chose that, and they're like, we're trying to punish you emotionally.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big. Fa- I wasn't a big fan of how they did that in Battlefront, where it's like, they get 50 kills with Han Solo to unlock this gun, and it's just like. Actually, I never use Solo. It's it's less like
1: that because the thing I didn't like about that in Battlefront was like, good luck getting to a hero pickup icon even after every single person's unlocked this because everyone wants to be the hero always.
0: Yeah, play as... Uh, Dengar in a sabotage mode on Bespin, it, and it's like uh, I don't have that much control of when I can fucking. It do wasn't.
1: That. It wasn't play as Dengar. It was get, it was get fifty yeah, kills f- as yeah. Dengar on sabotage on well, Bespin. It was, there on were hero t- kills on sabotage, and a, then there was Dengar's on a kills. Tuesday between the hours of noon and three Pacific Standard Time, or. Mid-island time, and you're like, that's not a time zone. And they're like, you'll do it, or you will not get this shitty pistol. And you're like, God damn, I've got it. I'm going to Google this. You so that shitty pistol, bro. I have that pistol. But no, battle. Battlefield shitty pistol. has less that, but it's more like, here's an awkward, cumbersome gun, and you're like, nobody likes that. And they're like, get 15 kills in a round with it. And you're like, here we go. Uh, so Battlefield... Here uh, I go killing darkest, again. Darkest Dungeon brought it up. Done with that conversation. Uh, what else did we do? I played Rebel Assault, or not. Yeah, no, it was Rebel Assault 1. Uh, really hard to play a game from the mid-90s using a mouse that was specifically designed for a joystick because it's jumpy. Uh, that's all I got to say. Great story. First time you really fight a Star Destroyer in an X-Wing. Good for them. Go LucasArts. Uh, played some... Star Wars: Empire at War Gold. It's a good game. Uh, <clears throat> two games I want to get into. Here's the here's the meat and potatoes. The Finally, rest, uh, the uh, meat and potatoes. Yeah, uh, the meat and potatoes. Taters, precious. Total War: Warhammer. Came back to it. Never heard of it. Uh, you know, it's a new game, brand new, hot on the streets. Uh, shit sound like shit sound like hotcakes. Uh, Total War, they just added a new human faction, which was one of my beefs, which was you could be like, I'm going to play as the elves, and they'd be like, well, what kind of elves are you going to play as? Or you'd be like, I'm going to play as the dwarves, and it's like, what dwarves? And you'd be like, oh, that's a great question. But you'd be like, I'm going to play as the humans, and they're like, fine. Just play as the humans, you fucking ass. And I'm like, I just wanted to know how to play. But they finally added a new one. Um, it's more knight-centric, so a lot of cavalry, a lot of different tactics develop. And the the thing that I keep noticing as I play the game, because I'm actually, I only played them a few times. I'm playing as uh, a different faction, playing as Chaos Lords, and from there, it's just a totally different game based on who you pick mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, not only, like, the humans build, they make money, They have to recruit. They have to keep upkeep. I have to raid and pillage and burn towns to the ground to get both money and other points so that I can expand my horde. And I recently made another horde. And I was like, cool, we'll travel in a pack. And I moved. And the next menu just said, hey, your hordes are too close. They will begin to attempt to compete with each other for dominance you will lose troops every turn that your hordes are this close. So some factions, you cannot line your troops up. It's just they're independent armies, and if you stack them, you will be penalized. Mm-hmm. Other things, it's like they magnify each other. So it's just fascinating the complexity of the game. I played with a friend. He uses vampires, and where I'm more used to like group tactics... His entire strategy is based on what his hero is able to do magic-wise, and it's just fascinating how incredibly finite the differences are. Yeah, Total War, if you're an RTS fan, if you like Civ but hate when your spearman loses to another spearman for no goddamn reason, play Total War and, uh, you know, hit up the old uh, cry bucket when you lose, pansy. Uh, So on to my... Most recent uh, flavorful.
2: Oh I would say it's a
1: spicy dish. A spicy. A spicy meatball. Oh, this is space. It's, oh it's just so nice. Uh Battlegrounds Player Unknown. Player
0: Unknowns Battlegrounds. You got it backwards.
1: Uh fuck you. Um uh, no. No, you're right. Okay, That's so offensive. the way I describe it is this. It is the concept of the movie Battle Royale or Mm -hmm. as all of your generation will feel. No. You mean the the Hunger Games? No. And I'll be like, no, I mean Battle Royale. Uh, So you airdrop in to an island Mm -hmm. either independently with another person or with up to four people. Uh, So it's either singles, duos, or squads. And then you land and you just fucking get what you get and try to survive. And it's the the winners out of a hundred.
0: Yes. This uh, this game's kind of caught uh, a lot of momentum. It is. It's I, kind of everywhere right now.
1: I was suggested to buy it. I had some credit on Steam. I paid seven bucks for it. I played two solo games and hopped in a squad game. And then I was like, ah, oh, I'm addicted. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. And it's still an early access game, too. Exactly. It's an early access. I suggest everyone check it out. So it's here's the thing that that's the concept it's kind of a last mm-hmm. person survive there's a zone that is random that closes in to a smaller yeah area it constricts as a as, as the game goes outside on. outside of it later or earlier game the damage per second is less later game it is violently like more aggressive if you get caught outside this the zone late game you are going to take Massive amounts of damage that is sometimes unsustainable. Many of time have I been shooting at someone and they took cover and I see the zone coming in and I'm like, "You're, I don't have to kill you. Like there's no way you can physically get from where you are, even with a car, to where I'm at before you die. So you're just out and I just go and I just I'm like, I'm gonna hide in a bathroom with a shotgun pointed at the door because I'm an adult. Um, uh, it's and this is where it'll it might remind Mike, and it's why I just... Because I know you have a 9-series card. I want you to get this game so bad. Like, it is just... She's been talking about it. It's so amazing. Um, so, you drop in, you grab weapons. And the initial fun of it, to me, is the, like, wild, chaotic panic of the initial landing... Where you're like running through a house and you look across the window and there's a dude in the house across from you and you grab a double barrel breakaway shotgun and you're like, I'm going to have to go in there and I'm going to kill that guy because he has a frying pan. And you just run into this other house and just like corner this guy and execute him into a wall. Or he just murders you with this pan. Um, and I recently, I. Landed in a school, which is like a hot zone. There Mm -hmm. are are a couple things that are specifically more populated because of just what's inside them. I landed with an entire team, couldn't find shit, ran around the hall, looked down the hall, and a dude came out with a pistol, shot missed, shot hit me in the chest, and I ran around the corner and just punched a dude in the head and punched him again. He went down in a bathroom entrance I ran away and hid until a teammate came up and shot the guy, got up, got a frying pan. Someone whipped out a shotgun and just blew away my teammate. Didn't kill him, but incapacitated him. I heard him reload. Because the thing that's weird about this, the sound is incredibly... If you do not have good sound, don't play.
0: Here's a question. Do you start with nothing and scavenge everything?
1: Yes. Aside like... Aesthetic clothing Okay uh, You don't which, start with
0: any weapons though You Absolutely scavenge them all. not yeah. Okay
1: But I I ended up hearing this guy reload And the second I heard the click And I heard his footsteps move away from me Because he went around a corner I was like Oh he only has the two shot shotgun And he missed his shot I ran around the corner And beat him to death With a frying pan And then resurrected my teammate Because you can do like a heal There's like an incapacitate and dead and he just walked up and walked up to this dude and just ended him with a shotgun and I was like cool but like if you're wearing a pan for instance it's a cast iron pan mm mm-hmm. M- many of time have I been standing and someone's like I hear shots and you hear shots from a direction cuz all the sound is very directional and it's like I hear shot and I'll hear a ting and I'll like look at my and my pan just flashes with a spark and I'm like somebody shot me in the butt but if you're wearing a pan it blocks your it will block if they hit the pan um, there's a helmet, so if you find like solid helmets, it eats one shot mm-hmm. uh, for a headshot there's military vests but things like I got into a bad motorcycle accident like I hit a bump the motorcycle went sideways, I ejected and hit the ground too fat dead then that was the end that was the entire end of the game but the aiming is it's realistic in the sense that a shotgun has more range than it does in most shooters. A pistol in the same sense is inaccurate, but if you hit regardless of the distance, you're going to get a fatal result depending on where you hit and you have very low health. So many of time have I seen offsided fights with better preparation, just turn out for the person that was prepared. Mm -hmm. The engine for shooting, it is a very hard, hard to adapt to the shooting but once you do it's incredibly fun very mike you remember socom yeah if you if you picked up the sticks fresh socom was very hard to do but once you got the knack of it it was kind of like it's only hard if you put yourself in a bad position um and from there it's just Solo, it's fun because it's a very nitty gritty. I usually make it to top 10 without killing a single person based on just weird maneuverability Mm -hmm. where I, I have been sitting in a building and watching and someone walked past a door that I had a shot on and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna shoot. And then I hear an actual machine gun fire into the building and just mow this person down and I'm like, I'm gonna give it like a minute And then I'm going to sneak out the back and crawl away. And lo and behold, I'll get to the final like area and Mm -hmm. I'll be in the top seven and I'll see the dude with the machine gun. he'll take a shot and someone will pick him off with a bolt action rifle. And it's just, you know, it, it doesn't matter what you have. It's better preparation, paying attention, listening, tracking all the way down to like, if you get into a car and you go to drive across the map, you have to be mindful of your gas. Because if you run out of gas, it will fucking die. Like, you will run out of gas, and you will be in the middle of nowhere, and it's like, I can't make it to the playing zone.
0: You'll be Hanson middle of nowhere?
1: Uh, you will be Hanson middle of nowhere. Excellent. Uh, but to to this day, my favorite two kills were the frying pan. Just because chasing someone with a shotgun down with a frying pan and just beating them to the earth is fun. But with that same, it's an. I don't know if you're familiar with guns. It's an over under 12 gauge brake. So basically, it's a brake barrel. You, mm-hmm. you split it, but it's an instead of side by side, like a double barrel, it's a double barrel on top of itself. Okay. But I was sitting in a bush outside of a house just waiting, and I heard footsteps. And this dude walks into a kitchen, and I'm like, hmm. And he turns around and he looks at me. And he goes to aim his assault rifle and I've already got my shotgun aimed and I just went through the window and just the perfect headshot just exploded this dude into this window. And I was like, huh, like, "Eh, it's about 20 feet. And I was like, honestly, if you shoot someone with buckshot in the face from 20 feet through a window, it's probably game and then i went in there and my like i was like ooh an energy drink like i need this for later so it's fantastic
0: how about, how long does a match take in that game
1: it in it's what i really like about it it varies sometimes the matches will take about 20 minutes to 30 minutes okay if you're getting to the end that escalates as people drop Yeah. So as the population of the room comes down, the speed times of the zone change increase, and that focuses people into each other. Okay, Uh, That's cool. I've had a game where I landed, and I was picking up my pistol to start the game, and someone came in the door, and I looked up, and they had an assault rifle, and they just raked me straight head to toe. I've had games where I didn't find a gun for three minutes, and I was walking around with a machete, And a baseball cap. And I was like, oh, and I had a book bag. And I was like, here we go. I'm going to have to get wild. And it's just like that game turned into a 28-minute game where at the end of it, I've scavenged a bunch of dead bodies. And I'm sitting there with a military-grade assault weapon. Like, if somebody comes around this fucking door, I'm going to end them. So it's, it's unique, but it reminds me of SOCOM in the sense that like, I ambushed someone just crawling in the grass. Mm -hmm. I was just crawling across the grass in full motion with someone else, and a team was running, standing up, and couldn't see that we were crawling because the grass was high. And this guy got too close. I thought he was going to see me, and I just shot him right in the face with a shotgun, and he went down. And unfortunately, my teammate did not have the applicable hardware of a computer to aim or react in fast situations, and he biffed several shots, and another two people popped up and just ended us. And I was like, well, that's applicable, but at least I got that fucking guy for not paying attention.
0: That's cool. Yeah, that game seems to be the uh, growing phenomenon this year that uh, a couple other games were around this time. So around this time last year we were dealing with like Overwatch and Doom that just came out
1: I'll say this Overwatch is interesting because it's a very varied playstyle. this to me is a more unique playstyle because you can be a non-combatant mm-hmm. and wait it out and if you have a good strategy by the end of the game and can maneuver properly you can actually potentially outwit someone and force them where they now have to come to you And it's less of, are you better at shooting than me? Or I know you're behind that tree, motherfucker. Come out because I'm going to shoot you in a second. Or you're just going to fucking die there. Or I hit someone with a car at like 30 miles an hour. And it's like, that will kill you immediately.
0: Yeah. Big butts, farts, and pee. Let me tell you what I've been playing now on me tarot cards.
1: Nope.
0: (laughs) I'll tell you about some. Assets
1: I've been playing here. Thanks, Mr. Cleo.
0: First, I uh, I beat Dishonored. I hadn't played that before. Mm-hmm. I got Dishonored: Definitive Edition, and I beat it, and that was like two weeks ago now. But um, it's really cool. I like that game. That game has a small number of missions that you can go about in uh, several different ways, and you can totally uh, beeline it through it and miss some of the more flavorful cool things that that game has to offer or you can like masterfully try to work your way around and deal with all the obstacles that you come in contact with um so i did a little mixture of both um a lot of times i like that game is uh stealth action and uh sometimes i really blew my cover um ben just kind of ran with it um but what uh, you do? It was cool. I uh, I ended up liking it a lot more than I originally thought. My only real gripe with it um, is the stupid like chain climbing. There's like the there's these chains that you use to climb up to different platforms, and when you hit down, depending on where your line of sight is, it will go in the reverse direction and like normally that is not a problem for any video game whatsoever but like you, like i'll literally be like flat like just staring straight forward not upwards or down and it will work just fine but if i look too far up then the movement of the stick like reverse the direction and it didn't make any sense whatsoever. I know what you're talking. Um about. also sometimes when I was blinking, uh the only way to tell when you're going to go up onto a platform is the like little light uh that shows you blink is like a teleport. Uh if you did not know for this mm-hmm. game. Um the only r- real way to know um where you're going is to see where the like the light lands and that's where you will land. Uh, and when you're going up certain obstacles, it'll have an arrow, but at a distance, it is very hard to perceive what actually that is. So there are several times where I got totally hosed by this game because I'm going to a platform and it's so far away. I can't tell if it's normal or an arrow or I have to like get it just right to try to get it to be on like to where I'll go up. And uh, it, it just kind of fucked me over a couple times.
1: No, in that it had its nuances. It, Bethesda has a few interesting. Well, that, w- yeah, that that. It, um, it's not Bethesda directly. I know that they kind of basically financed it, correct?
0: Uh, Dishonored Two is published by Bethesda. I don't actually know about the first one because this was a while ago that that game
1: came out. I could have. Sworn, it came out in two thousand twelve. They've always had interesting motion. My issue with uh, with Dishonored was the second that I got the crossbow, all of the puzzles got real easy because I was like, "I'm gar- I can drop all three of these dudes." And make- yeah, it
0: was published by Bethesda. So. I can
1: I can make them go sleepy time mm-hmm. before a sink, and it's like, "Hey, I would have set off an alarm, but every single guard here is asleep because I shot them with the crossbow." So the game became like a kid in a candy store, aside a few instances. And the only thing, I was just concerned with rats, where I'm like, apparently... Because someone said if you beat the game without doing anything with the rats, it has like a different effect.
0: Well, uh, killing people produced more rats, which spread the plague more and made more of those... uh uh, well, I'm not going to give spoilers either, yeah. but they tell you this pretty up front. You know, no, like th- and killing is, people creates more rats in the game they, and, and it affects things. But but from what I understand, it's more of like the last level. By the time you get there, the decisions that you made affect the outcome of that
1: level. I, I didn't just see anything else. I put everyone to sleep with a crossbow. Yeah,
0: and well, I, it and put, I was just like, you oh, have to be I'm in really, a position to I'm where you,
1: you have sleep darts for that. Oh, yeah. So, no, like, you have to be mindful of your count and... Y- After playing Bioshock on hard, where it's like, how many bullets do you have? And it's like, I got three. And it's like, you're going to have to get real squirrely coming up in this next room. And it's like, yeah, I know. I'm going to have to powers this person nearly dead and then put one right in their head when they're prone. Or like, oh, I've got two crossbow bolts left. And it's like, what are you going to do? It's like, I'm going to be real mindful about when I shoot these. So to me, just keeping tally on that. As someone that has played games that are like, hey, I bet you like having guns. Here's here's a literal handful of miscellaneous bullets. Figure it out. It wasn't too hard. It Just dependent on how you play games, though, I'm very used to being on an ammo shortage where I'm like, Bob, we've got to be real mindful about mm-hmm. what we do right
0: now. Yeah, depending on what I was trying to achieve, that game could vary from like... Sincerely frustrating too. Oh, yeah. Like because if I was going for no alert, complete stealth, there's some times where I got
1: so fucked by the AI. Do you know what it was like that? Halo ODST, where there was the one match where it was do not get detected and do not fire a shot was one of the mm-hmm. trophies. And my God, I know what level you have to do that on, and I did it just for the trophy. But I remember trying so hard. And being like, holy fuck. Like, this literally comes down to a split second window that you have to make it in time for, or mm-hmm. it's over. Yeah.
0: And so, um, I never fa- I was never smooth going about it through Dishonored. Like, I was always like, shit's getting chaotic here. Like, it, there, there's shit goes down at some point. Um, and to the point where, like, what, when there is some like resolution with a important character and you have them, a lot of times the missions will give you an out. Um, the more you hunt for clues, the more alternatives you unlock for the actual objective. Uh, so like you get non-lethal objectives through, dicking around in the game, like through tinkering around and finding shit. I thought it and was a well-built game. It, I, I think that's a, a very good concept, but then late in the game, uh, sometimes I was just unable to come across the scenario where I got the extra bit that I wanted for certain characters. And, and a lot of that game is like, I think that game is nine or ten missions and uh, based on replay value, but... You, you know, now is the time where uh, every amazing game comes out every month, so uh I probably well, won't revisit that too soon from now.
1: And I, I've tried to explain this to someone and someone said, Well if you play it again and I was like, The problem is there are some games that I understand I'm not gonna beat Yeah. And someone will be like, Well the replay value and I'm like, I'll never finish it because Yeah, it couldn't hold me like, there are so many other games to play.
0: Totally, totally. And it's a problem when you have these games that are, like, so built on trying to rope you in for the long run, and it's like, dude, I you didn't get me in the first 10 hours. And, and, well, so. and, it's, it, and I'll say, <laughs> like,
1: that the player unknown to me is just like, mm-hmm. you had me at frying pan. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you had me at trench coat machete fight.
0: Right. So that um <coughs> that was really cool. My voice I just totally
1: lost it real quick. Brian's going through puberty oh. right now. Uh he's becoming a real man.
0: Uh that's not the only game I beat though. Puberty. Uh that's that's the, puberty isn't the only thing I beat down with my hand hairs. and some lotion. I <laughs> go I, on. I played uh through the ending of Watch Dogs Two.
1: No. How did you like that?
0: Um, so the first Watch Dogs is a little bit indefensible, but I still try sometimes to to tell people that it's not that bad. Sam's playing it right now. I know you hated it, and a lot of people did. Yeah, I um, wasn't a huge fan. I'm not it's gonna like it. it's deeply flawed, but it actually has a lot of the things that people like I, about I typical like, Ubisoft games.
1: I like Saints Row, um, so I'm at fault too.
0: Yeah, I don't think, I, I don't think th- that series is as scarred as the first Watch Dogs is. But I digress. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 is pretty widely uh, acclaimed. Um, people seem to like that one a lot more, and for good reason. It, it is a much better game. Um, the online stuff is uh, ever-present, but also way more rewarding to the point where it's like, even if you totally fail at whatever thing or if if an invasion happens and and you didn't you're in an event that you didn't trigger um you get rewarded for just participating in. So that is never a problem for me. Um I'm not I didn't against really interfere with my like going through the paces and actually playing the missions and like doing everything I did in the game.
1: I'm not against a rewarding system if it's like hey you lost but here's something. Mm -hmm. it's just uh, the other one the second i got invaded mid-playing and it interrupted something i was doing
0: yeah but that's how that goes i mean like that they're stealing an idea that dark souls made popular you know and they're applying it to a larger um ip i suppose I, i mean like a like a bigger slate of the game. The only they, time he, I
1: would accept that is if the hamburglar himself came into my video game and it was like he took all the hamburgers and it's like motherfucker. I mean, when I'm you look at chase this dude down.
0: We look at everything Ubisoft has done and continues to do. They're all about getting the online involved. I mean they tried to do that with uh, Far Cry 4, and when I did actually play Far Cry 4 co-op uh, with Matt Hazlet the one time, like, it was really fun, and I was yeah, like... Far
1: Cry 4 Online is fun, the co-op yeah. is fun.
0: I was like, that's not bad, and then, you know, obviously they've done it with Ghost Recon, the Division is a complete online game, it's like, the persistent the online world uh, for...
1: You just said it was trash. And it's you, tra- it's you, goddamn trash. You're one of the only people here that played it. But. Well, and it, that's why I can actually yeah. be like, no, this was terrible. I played it. Anyways. I uh, ate this whole sandwich. How was it? I mean, everyone said it's great <laughs> bite two and three, but I finished it. Well, it's I thought you liked awful. it up to this point. But, uh, oh, no, it's just, it was underwhelming. It was underwhelming, a poor engine, a poor story. Well, the story wasn't bad. It was just like, here's a woman getting flamethrowered on her cell phone. And I'm like, great. I just wanted to go to <laughs> sleep tonight. But now I will have the mental image of a 23-year-old woman trying to call her mom getting flamethrowered by a deranged ex-firefighter that has some kind of plague and he hates Mexicans. And I'm like, this is... Whoa, Thanks, Tom Clancy. Spo- spoiler,
0: spoiler. Spoiler
1: alert. Meets. Don't look at any of the tapes in The Division because you'll be like, that was sad.
0: Because you might find a story. Um, yeah,
1: you might find a story, but you might be like, I don't like this story. Uh and so Watch like, Dogs, you're going to read it.
0: Watch Dogs 2 has a story. Um, and it is kind of hilarious and kind
1: of great. Um, is it about a sex tape on a cloud? No, Starring but I wonder the dude from that movie where I he goes to Hawaii. Be surprised. With girl and he makes the Vampire Muppet movie.
0: Well, that can't <laughs> happen.
1: <laughs> Mike uh, chiming in here. Mike, what's your opinion on that? <laughs> Anyways,
0: uh, Watch Dogs 2. <laughs> Um. So you're you're like this hacker collective. Your dude who's been sort of. uh, Are you in a group? Your identity has been besmirched. You have been smeared, and um, you you do find a hacker group, and it is very, uh, corny. Specifically, like, it like purposefully like it is self aware that you are these people who are kind of lame but like trying to be cool and trying to be like you're like you're like hipster anonymous
1: i was gonna say is the group called synonymous
0: you're you're breakfast club anonymous and it it really it works it it works really well um they even make fun of the characters themselves um uh like quite a bit um subtly but like quite a bit Anyways, the, the the game's really good. The things you do, like the actual main story missions are pretty good. There's a lot of side stuff that uh, I kind of avoided towards the end just because I'm trying to get a couple games out of uh, off my belt. And uh, one of the things that I will say about it is... Because I was going through and sort of like... I beat the game and afterwards I was doing some more of the side things for uh, trophies and stuff. The checkpoints in the missions are terrible uh and that is really the game's like only major flaw like it it has some certain jank to it that other games i mean don't. i like a little bit of jank yeah i mean yeah player unknown it's, battlegrounds dude, has, player has, Unknown's yeah.
1: motion and jumping is stupid jank
0: but uh there is a level of like things that happen that probably shouldn't but but really the the biggest flaw is um is the mission checkpoints because you go through and they give you a lot of tools to be successful but it's it's that same skill tree unlock mode to where it's like if if you are going and mainlining through and not getting a bunch of xp and stuff you're not going to have the full skill tree unlock you're going to have less tools at your disposal and stuff towards late game there are a few missions where that becomes really prohibitive And side missions where that becomes prohibitive too. Like there's one because the game's set in San Francisco, where you go to Alcatraz, it's like the mission goes through tiers and phases, where it's like, first, get the fucking intel, and then get the fuck out of this place where you stole the intel from. And then, go to fucking Alcatraz, you idiot. And then, once you're at Alcatraz, find this fucking thing. And then you're at Alcatraz, find this fucking thing. Now you gotta do this shit, and now you gotta do that shit, and now you gotta do this shit. And then you gotta get the fuck out of there alive. And like, one of the things... Uh, and Alcatraz is the only thing in this game that did it where I had to extract somebody. And as soon as you extract him, doesn't matter if you played the mission perfect stealth or not. And this is the only mission I came across and did this. As soon as you extract him, an alarm goes off and it calls in a chopper and you're on Alcatraz. So you're on a fucking island and you're surrounded by fucking cops and a chopper and you're getting fucking sniped at from a helicopter and you're a dude with a fucking cell phone and so if you don't have the skill to take to heck police choppers at this point your mission's fucked
1: like you're is you you are, you are in operation plan c yeah plan you, a failed plan b running out of options we're down to plan c and we're looking at D hard. and
0: i probably that's played, a
1: hard d that we're looking at i
0: I probably played that mission literally 15 times to maybe 20 times before I realized they're fucking me no matter what I do. Like, no matter how perfectly I play this, I am getting fucked because I don't have one specific skill. Then, to get that skill, they have what's called like key data. So, where you have to find this item in the world to unlock the ability to unlock the fucking skill so i'm stopping this mission i'm quitting this mission that i've completed all except for the escape route i'm going and i gotta find this fucking key data for this shit and then once i unlock the key data i gotta fucking like get enough skill points to fucking unlock the actual skill itself then go back through the fucking mission, do the entire fucking thing, and I shit you not, I did the entire fucking thing, and I played this mission 20 times, I t- I got the guy, and the alarm triggered, that is the bullshit alarm, and there was no chopper.
1: So after after all that, it was like I finally got the ability to hack this chopper, and they're like... That's cool. We didn't send one today. <laughs> it's uh the only. It's Wednesday between the hours of one and four p.m. The entire chopper crew is at Ping Fang Pow's sushi special. Uh, that's up midtown. They're all busy. They were like, "Oh, we'll get to this later," because that's the one time the chopper doesn't. Basically. But like, I would legitimately take a shit in the jewel case cellophane wrap it and be like, I have a defective disc. Ubisoft, Do you want to take this back real quick? And and, so, and then it's like, did you poop in this box? But the
0: game is a blast, actually. Like that. Like other than that, and the fact that like you'll go through a mission, and if you're not fucking careful as fuck, and you're not going to be every time, anyways. Even with all the stuff they give you to work with. Like, towards the late game where it's like, hey, you have to do these four things just for this one step. You have to do four things. A lot of games, you do the first thing, it checkpoints. You do the second thing, it checkpoints. You do the third thing, it checkpoints. So where, if you die before you do the fourth thing, you go back to what you just fucking did and you're not fucking repeating yourself. And, and this game doesn't do that. So, like, I was at a mission... and and literally the final mission in the game and this like i said this game like it was good all up to this point it's total blast and i still like it, it a lot um but it really shows how bad this is in the alcatraz mission and in the final mission of the game i get to the final part of the final mission of the game where all i have to do is fucking escape and the final mission the final part of a lot of missions is just like get the fuck out of there
1: hey run it
0: oh yeah with like undetected
1: be be on your shit get out
0: undetected get the fuck out of there because if you do get detected then you gotta lose whoever is fucking after you so but the final mission you just gotta get the fuck out of there and you gotta go to the front door and fucking hit the button and so (laughs) i am in the process of getting the fuck out of there i successfully distracted my pursuers but long just long enough for me to fucking beeline it straight to the door that i need to get to um and because the like npcs were in a ruckus because uh, they heard gunshots and stuff um that i used to, for distraction there was like there was a crouched npc right in front of the door i needed to get to great <laughs> so i like i ran to it and i couldn't I couldn't get the prompt to go. And there's like just I'm fucking like I already lost to all the soldiers that I had to get past, and they're just like slowly like coming around the corner. I'm like, oh come on! And like I'm like trying to kill the civilian just to just be able to leave, just to hit the front door, hit the end game button essentially, and I can't fucking do it, and then I get just murdered, and uh and then I had to do that entire section again, and I'm like. God damn it, if that doesn't encapsulate, like, my frustrations with this well, fucking it's, game. Well, to
1: be fair, and uh, to let everybody on the podcast know, Mike got an urgent call. Uh, one of his best friends had won the lottery, and he said that he was going to attempt to ramp a speedboat over the Y Bridge. And Mike said, wait, there's no river there. Let me help you. And Mike had to take off. But Mike, in fact, over a boat... Uh, never beat gta 4 because of the you go through the entire thing the entire fucking match you go through this long convoluted incredibly difficult mission and then it ends in a speedboat chase in which you have to ramp just below a helicopter at the proper cost or crossing to jump and grab the prop to get in to force to crash on what would be ellis island to get into a bullshit shooting fight with a dude that you're kind of indifferent towards killing because you're like, how did this really get to this point? Uh, And I watched Mike do it multiple times, and he couldn't hit that jump because it's very hard to use boats. And Mike just was like, yep, I I stopped playing that. And it's like, you're on the last mission. And he's like, yep. And I tried it a few times, and there's some bullshit at the end. And, you know, that's not for me. And I was like, I respect that. There are a few, it's Dragon Age, I went into a fight and someone said, oh, you didn't spec properly for this. And I was like, I played the whole game and he was like, yeah, you needed to put this one point here because you put it there instead. And I was like, I thought I might go in that direction. He was like, you can't think like that and play this on um, this difficulty yeah the, was, well, the
0: one thing i'll say for watchdogs too is it wasn't like anything inherently like with the mission like that side mission for alcatraz yeah that one was fucked uh the design in that was poor um mm-hmm. but the actual like main game like i i breezed through pretty well like the 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 problem is repetition it's just it's just stupid that once you've done something the game wants you to do it again and that is like a problem that like is of the past that's what drives
1: me away from assassin creed games is it's like welcome to this new area and i'm like cool what's up in this area and they're like remember all those things you just did and i'm like i do they're like do them again, <laughs> yeah, yeah in like a slightly different setting, and I'm like, I do not want to do this. It
0: has been so long since I've had a game ask me to do that. To where that that's what struck me as odd is
1: like it's an Ubisoft this game, thing. This
0: game came out in 2016. Like the it, games
1: don't games aren't like this anymore. Ubisoft as a weird like we're gonna rope you in with this, and it's like I don't think you understand the density of the rope you're throwing at me anymore because I'm over that rope.
0: Yeah. Regardless, uh, I really like Watch Dogs 2 I actually think it's a great game And the first one is not a good game, although I like it I might um, play it one day But uh, Watch Dogs 2 is a, is a pretty damn good game A very enjoyable game so, um, Watch Dogs
1: 2 gets a pretty damn good game rating from Garthoff
0: uh, In addition to those two that I beat uh, Let's see, I have played Quick uh, Like a Bunny, Brian the first four episodes of the five episode series of the walking dead a new frontier which is the third season uh telltale has done Have you met for max? the walking dead what
1: there's a character called max in there apparently right e-
0: yes and not a big character but a character okay
1: that's i just i know max
0: oh okay you know oh yeah you know the guy who voice acted him don't yeah me. okay yeah yeah, but uh, I we played that. Me and Bianca played that. Um, I played a lot of the Telltale games at this point. Most of the modern ones since the original uh, season of Walking Dead, except for Minecraft Story Mode. I've played just about all of those in between, uh, including the Walking Dead Michonne thing. And uh, as a holdover from Walking Dead season two, um, this season is really good. Probably a step in the right direction. Uh, and better than two. Um, They bring back characters that you had and and played as into, but you are a different character that interacts with them. So so it's uh, it's interesting. Sometimes you find yourself in that classic scenario where it's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't, and you're kind of uh, fucked regardless of the response. In fact, like there was one response that it was like, this is going to annoy this character, this is going to be neutral, and this is going to be a positive stance. And, like, I specifically chose something to not annoy a character, and then immediately, like, the guy makes a little comment about the character, like, that I'm trying to not annoy that ends up annoying him right after I make the choice. And I'm like, oh, god damn it.
1: Uh, that old chestnut egg. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. And, and just bullshit that it's like they use um you having to have an ultimatum to their
1: advantage where you're you really fuck no matter what you do but like real life where it's like here's a choice and you're like I don't like any of these options and then they're like well this is what reality became for you fuckface and you're like god damn it
0: yeah so Uh, you'll run into that playing this game. Uh, The fifth episode isn't out yet. Uh, Otherwise, we would have beat it. Um, But it comes out at the end of the month, so I'll check that out. I like it.
1: Do you want to do real man stuff with just me and you?
0: Yeah. Let me do do the quick wraps on the other shit. I got Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Play a little more of that. It's good.
1: Who's your favorite character? Throw it out. Uh, I use the me. I okay. use me, the me. Right. I made you as a me. You're also. a piece of shit. Um, what's your favorite <laughs> cart? Um, so far, I, I don't. I don't know by name. You're I know gonna, by look. You're gonna hate me so much when oh, I say this. Boy, it's a Mercedes Benz. Uh, Tanuki Mario. Oh, okay. Standard cart, standard wheels.
0: Yeah, that's Not very creative.
1: No. Nope. Here's the thing is. I have played the you know the baby map where it's the eight laps in the the tight circle.
0: Yeah, baby park.
1: Yeah, baby park. I have done that drifting like eighty percent, like literally, starting on the first turn, doing a wide drift, and then slinking around and going lateral at the end of the other turn to whip real hard and just come sideways up the whole length drifting. Where I'm like, oh, when I let go of this boost. This just this cart's going to just explode. Like, I assume anything behind me is going to be on fire. And then uh, just uh, I I like that game. I think the Mario Kart's a genuinely good design game.
0: It is a good game. And it's a game that, like um, I said in the past that I I wasn't into, but um, I've gotten into it now. And I've sort of found
1: my I've I've described Mario Kart. Like, it's like sex. The direction it's or directions four pictures. Uh, We're all born to know how to do it and every now and then an italian person goes yippee during that. so it's just it's fine
0: i, I found that i just um it's i enjoy also fun up to 4 players i enjoy uh racing games more than i thought i did a similar to the way mike is now getting into fighting games yep best um,
1: with 2 players up to 4 players is fun anything more than that just gets messy i uh
0: i got the hot wheels expansion for forza horizon 3
1: uh do you is it just hot wheels is it, it actual is hot wheels
0: thrilltopia expansion? there is a like island based around mountains with like orange plastic you know yep highways high and uh loops and uh, jumps and there are high wheel cars you can also use your normal cars I like the Blizzard Mountain X for the first expansion for this game a lot more. Obviously, I've, I've talked a lot about how much I like this game. I find myself being very bad at it since I've started playing Mario Kart because I'm just totally attuned for a different style of it's game. Its racing now. games
1: are calibrated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my only discretion—the hot in the middle of every Hot Wheels game—someone's mother should walk in and be like, I'm hey, to pick up your toys," and you should be like, "That really threw off my mojo." Uh, but what I what I do like about it is they have that like Mike's chiming in once. Mike, <laughs> Mike, you really, uh, you really, you really let Brian have that
0: absolutely and i agree the the little you know the shit in the actual like hot wheels like track sets yeah. that like ramped them up yep the little the little thing yeah the that's in the game that's awesome and um it's it's really cool it's honestly just as a like a fan service thing is really cool uh, uh to actually see when it works and everything goes according to plan it's a blast um, And when I'm flying off the fucking track And uh, shit's going horribly wrong It is uh, a little bit frustrating uh, I, so.
1: I did play Grand Theft Auto 5 Not a whole lot changed Fun They added a ton of shit to it It's actually pretty cool That's all I got Side note Grand Theft Auto 5 Still good
0: uh, And then uh, <laughs> Hashtag
1: what the fuck ever Man I guess I'm old
0: uh, last bits here. I got two more. Um, I played uh, a disgusting amount of two K. Still, I'm okay. now in the year 2040. I've taken uh, an association. Uh, you should bring the Hornets back. 23 years in the future, the Hornets are already back. Actually, in real life,
1: uh, I haven't been paying attention.
0: <laughs> no, you haven't. Nope. The Bobcats are gone. To see the Hornets get funny enough that you said that Hornets got replaced by the Bobcats. And uh, then the Bobcats left and became the Hornets after... See, the the Hornets actually never left. They changed cities. Then the old Hornets that were in New Orleans became the Pelicans. And Charlotte, uh, instead of being the Bobcats anymore, went back to being the Hornets. But I brought the Bobcats back. Oh. And I brought the Sonics back, the Supersonics. And I've been using the Supersonics. And now I am 23 years into the future... And I just want to say this because this is ridiculous. Eventually, if you get far enough into the future in NBA Two K, it'll take real life players and it'll say like like they're juniors. So it's like Carmelo Anthony Jr. It becomes a computer generated rookie yeah. for that, and then and that's cool because it'll take it'll do that for like multiple players. If you go even further than that, mm-hmm. and you have and, and there's like a guy who is a computer generated player, like say his name is wallace reese and he wins multiple mvps for the atlanta hawks and wins like three championships uh and then you've gone so far in the future that he retires they'll create juniors
1: for players that they made Uh, so that's awesome i just so wallace reese jr is a thing i i know that it's a hockey team you should bring the whalers back uh but just it, be like look we had to change up some shit
0: <laughs> there's a there's like a 30 year cap on this so my plan is to like get to the 29th year and then play every single game that I can play cuz I've been just playing playoff games I dare. um
1: all right what's the last game Brian
0: and finally I've revisited uh Final Fantasy 15 how do you like it which uh to be honest I watched the King's movie to try to get myself more into it first couple hours of this game couldn't give a fuck less about um and it's because it doesn't really it didn't really get me into it um and, and the movie thing i actually kind of like the movie even though it's stupid um it's not a good movie by any stretch it's a visually appealing movie i watch
1: a lot of not good movies go on
0: um it's very it's you know it's cg action nonstop, and uh it's not terrible or anything but it's it's just CG battles. And um like uh the first three and a half hours or so, uh there's not a whole lot that goes on and the story isn't really important until you get to the events that happened during the King's Glaive and it like it catches up with a movie. So you've just
1: and, you've explained uh, my sex life. Go on.
0: And like then you get to a point where um it starts to get interesting basically. Uh, the one thing I know the game opens up, but at least in the opening part, it's like a faux open world to where it's like, there's a huge map and there's a huge area overall that you're panning across. Um, and there's little things sprinkled in throughout that, that you can do, but you really can't go off the beaten path too far because there's just gonna be a cliff that you just can't jump up. It, it it's just like an invisible wall that's disguised as a yeah. a part of the environment.
1: It's free world, but you need skills to get over that hill. Cool, thank you.
0: Except there's no there's no skill. It's just that's that's the extent of what you get there. And, and then also the like the driving in the game is like you are driven. You aren't really driving. You're just driven places and you pick the places you driven so it's odd it's super weird it's a really weird ass game um, Japan but I still am enjoying it so jury's out for now it is odd it is not the same uh, as typical F- Final Fantasies but it, it is familiar in a lot of ways um, there are some really stupid characters I've come across including the the southern bell-esque uh scantily clad uh mechanics daughter
1: in the in the
0: very beginning of the game uh which well, i
1: it, you know my opinions on that before you even said them so go on
0: i can't even begin to take that seriously all right
1: um, So so, so Final fantasy uh 15 uh 10 out of 10 is what you're saying uh, I'm saying it, it looks pretty uh
0: ludicrous at the moment and uh I'll uh, I'll give it another jab and uh try to get into it because the the further I get into that the sooner I get towards uh wanting to play persona. But uh it is uh is weird going that first four or five hours so far. And uh it's a little little sparse in the actual amount of freedom it gives you. Mm-hmm. Um but it alludes to a lot more so there's that
1: so brian (sighs)
0: uh, i think i think one of the climax of tonight big time hot boy climax it's real man stuff two man edition and one
1: dead boy welcome to weekend at michael's the um, weekend at Bernie's ripoff, where we're going to animate Mike's corpse to say the rest of this. Mike died actually when he went to stop his friend from jumping the Cuyahoga Valley in a speedboat. We've got his dead body here, uh, and we're going to just we're going to voice it over.
0: We're going to say uh, our prayers to Mike tonight. Right.
1: Uh, uh, I'm, do you want me to lead the prayer? Uh, I'll lead the prayer. Please, dear Batman, uh, if you're out there. Uh, First off, I'd like you to save all of the children because you're Batman. Uh, Second, I just want to say cool cape. Uh, I've always dug the cape. And uh, if you would like to, I would like to win the lottery. Also, my friend Michael, he has died in a speedboat bus accident. And I am not emotionally prepared uh, to really confront this. And if possible... If you would like to snuggle tonight, uh, that would be really welcome. And also, can you take uh, Mike's soul to heaven because you're Batman and you're the only thing I can believe in. Amen. That was beautiful. It was... uh, You're going to need to give me a minute because this is very difficult for me right now. I will
0: do that. Dear Michael, uh, ever since Ruff McGruff... Chicago, Illinois, six zero six five two. I've known you as a man. I'm oh, sorry. What What was that you just said?
1: Well, he's back from the dead. so he'd <laughs> stop him! Oh God, his ghost is here, and the dogs are barking. What a mess, Brian! What did you did you go to pet cemetery? R.
0: Michael, who art in heaven. I'll be that. Hey, Mike, we were just praying towards you because you've been out for like an hour.
2: Yeah. um,
1: Batman, thank you. Oh, my God. Batman came through, everybody.
2: Yeah, it's uh, been pretty harrowing. It's pretty bad. (laughs) But I've been trying to stay total with all the friends because of all the bullshit that comes forward. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well,
0: I'm sorry. Everybody
2: thank Batman. All right, Mike. Real man stuff. Real man stuff.
0: Mike. We can't lose you. Mike. I want you to confess your love.
2: I mean, um, depends on what you want me to confess my
0: love. I want to, I want you to confess your love to to the world.
2: Uh, it's really good. It's pelling. So there's a lot of fighting with Folsom onto it. But other than that, it's fun. There's a poking lot I will fight you for in fighting lament on the parking sword. Whether it be four per pal and sewing. <laughs> Other than that, I'll fight you with whatever dirty what? f- fighting hole you have. All right. Well, we're <laughs> real man stuff.
0: <laughs> what <laughs> <is that? laughs>
1: Batman, what did you bring back to us? Not a fighting game,
2: <laughs> I guess. A fighting game normally. So... Brian, I am. Fist fighting.
1: I'm going to resentfully pray to Batman the next time. The (laughs) next time I pray to Batman, I'm going to be like, Batman, what did you do? (laughs) Brian.
0: (laughs) All right. I think we got it.